The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with their host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight yeah doing, doing pretty good a bit of a up and down weekend betting wise but and, and on high notes that's always good uh baseball spring training now in full swing so you know i'm excited about that so yeah doing uh, overall pretty pretty good over here do you guys know what a, a bridge jumper bet is <laughs> no no, oh, no, I don't. Do you elaborate, though? I could speculate. Uh, yeah, okay, have a guess. Well, does it have to do with something, something about how long until someone jumps off a bridge? No, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's where you lay a lot of juice and you lay and you play a, a lot of money, and if it loses, you want to jump off a bridge. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that, one of those on the weekend. The was that the premise for that AF5 video, Silver and Cold, or what? That's all I'm going for. Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, I never watched the music video, but maybe uh, there's some uh, minus 10,000 favorite uh, he played in that video. I don't know. AFI, fuck out of here. Um, no, man, it was that bet I was I was talking about on the last show, the uh, the golf. I like the, the field against the six favorites, minus 350. Minus 350 isn't really a bridge jumper, but I had enough on it to make it uh, feel like one. Joe. So I was just... Uh, Rooting against Shane Lowry there on the final day, and thankfully he didn't have his best putting day. So, uh, yeah, I, I had a bunch of fucking nobodies uh, I was cheering for, and thankfully uh, Chris Kirk won the day. Yeah, that was frustrating because uh, the only guy I had in contention was Shane Lowry, and you're right, he couldn't putt worse shit on that, although he was, I think it was like five strokes off heading into Sunday anyways. But um, I'm He was last off. year too at the same tournament, right? He was, he was like True. four or five back, and then uh, he managed to catch... Uh, the leaders and uh, yeah, same kind of thing. Except uh, you didn't have the putting yesterday. And you gotta love the big boys, though. You know anybody with a nice little big old barrel? I, I am, th- I'm, you know, I, I am. He is, as he or we, and we are all together. So fuck yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of the barrel, especially when it comes to golf. I gotta be honest with you, though, guys. I don't really remember a lot from the past like two days. It's been a little bit of a bender here. It's been a lot of beers going on, a lot of food going on. We've been drinking. We've been having a good old time in Toronto. I'm not sorry to rub it in your face a little bit there, Jolie, but fuck, it's been a good time. Um, but yeah, we've had some good times gambling. I don't remember what exactly I've been betting on lately, but every morning I wake up and I check my my accounts and we're up money, so you must be doing something right. Uh, heavy wallets, heavy hearts, and heavy livers, baby. That's the way she goes. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on. Uh, Ryan touched on it. Baseball preseason's well underway. There is games, a lot of games. I keep looking through like with the score app and just see like 20 baseball games or something. That's always cool. Uh, basketball is doing its thing. March Madness is literally right around the corner. Uh, NHL has been popping off. It's been trade season. I feel so bad because everybody expects to have a good time on trade deadline day. All these deals have already happened. All the big ones, or at least there's a couple still looming. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun around the NHL. 
golf's been doing its thing. Uh, F1, everyone's getting fired up because the Drive to Survive series came out. F1 season's right around the corner. NASCAR's doing its thing. MMA's doing its thing. Tons of awesome stuff going on in the world of sports. And of course, like always, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Read the articles. Listen to the other shows, man. I know Ryan's been pumping out a lot of hockey articles, too, as well as his other ones on, what is that, Broad Street Bully page. Uh, so go check out all that stuff, too. Um, and shout out to all my friends and pals in the Discord. People are always posting their bets in the Discord. People are learning. Lots of conversations being had in the Discord. That's always cool to see. Uh, everybody's learning to be a, have more fun and winning gambling, so that's always cool. And shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, baby. Yeah, great discussions going on in the Discord as we uh, prepare for some uh, Presser Joel, Professor Ryan segments, perhaps, in the near future here. But, uh, yeah, make sure you check out the Discord, sg.pn slash discord and make sure you are subscribed to the hockey gambling podcast on apple sg.pn slash hockey or spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s or just search for the hockey gambling podcast where you listen to your podcast and make sure you leave us a uh, five-star rating review especially if you're a, a long-time listener loyal listener and you haven't left the review wh- what are you waiting for uh we got a few new ones for the end of the show and this time they're they're five stars so uh looking forward to that <laughs> thank god I'm getting torched here. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to jump into our lock dogs and totals here from last show. Bit of a tough go for all the boys here. Uh, uh, okay, things off. I was lucky. I was 2-1. and one. Uh, I was up 1.17 units. Jolie, uh, 1-2 and two on the day. He was down 2.13 units. Ryan had a tough, especially after being so hot the past two shows. He ended up 0-3, uh, minus 4. But this guy's played on house money here. He went 8-0 on two shows before that. Um, I'll kick us off here, boys. For myself, for my lock, I had Tampa Bay on the money line, minus 150 versus Detroit. Uh, this one was never really in question. I think the final score, uh, let me pull it up here. Three nothing for Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, Detroit didn't seem like they had enough to cut it that day, but that'll happen. Uh, for my dog, this is a pretty dumb pick. Almost worked. I had Boston minus two and a half. Had to win by three, so minus two and a half on the puck line, plus 175 against Vancouver. Boys, we had a goalie goal in that game, for Christ's sakes. Linus Ulbrich put one in the net. If that's not insult to injury to the fine folks out there in BC and Vancouver, I don't know what is. Um, I was kind of hoping, though, that they would have been able to pop another one if Vancouver pulled their goalie again to cover my two and a half, but it didn't happen. Uh, that's what you get, though. Um, and then for my total, Tampa Bay, Detroit, under six and a half, minus 120. We just talked about it. It was a three nothing win for Tampa Bay. Yeah, I uh, finally fell back to the north here with a, a hard 0-3. My lock, the Rangers, minus 140 at the Capitals. Uh, I think they were down 5-1 at one point, lost mm. 6-3. Uh, my dog was the Penguins puck line at St. Louis. They won in overtime. That did not cover. And then my total, that Rangers-Capitals game again, under 6. Uh, Capitals scored 6 themselves, so did not see that coming. Uh, 0-3, but I'm feeling, feeling a big bounce-back show tonight. For myself, yeah, I continue the bad slide. I think it's like five losing shows in a row now, so uh, not good there. My lock was the Oilers in regulation, minus 145. They were losing 4 nothing halfway through the game. Then they finally pulled Jack Campbell, who was absolutely brutal. <laughs> uh, putting in Stuart Skinner, that fired the team up. They ended up tying it in the same fucking period, 4-4. Uh, but then Blue Jackets scored a couple goals in the third to uh, uh, win that one 6-5, I think. Dog of the Flames, money line. Big surprise there. They didn't win. Avalanche looked like uh, contenders again. And my total was uh, Stars Knights under six. Uh, zero memory of this, but uh, I think it was 3-2 at the end. Overtime, I think, with the Stars winning. Uh, yeah, that Saturday was a horrible day. Like, sometimes I have bad picks on here. They, they lose, and I still have a good day. But, nah, Saturday was bad all the way around. Yeah. All right, Ad Boy, what do we got? Oh, I went, I went 0 3. I got to read ads here. 
All right, let's uh, shout out the good our, our good friends over at WinBet as I pull up the ad reads. Uh, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win. Getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 200 or older and present in the state where play through is available. If you're a somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. All right, boys, we got a 10-game slate set for Tuesday, February the 28th. Uh, pretty decent for a Tuesday night, I will say. Gentlemen, we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to start things off here. First game of the Doctor of the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Detroit Red Wings against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, this is a back-to-back. Uh, these teams are currently playing right now. I believe Ottawa's beating the shit out of Detroit. I think it's like uh, 6-2. I think the Sens literally just scored mm-hmm. when I said that. Uh, game itself is in Ottawa tonight, as well as in this game we're about to talk about here. Uh, Detroit on the money line, sitting at plus 110. Ottawa on the money line, hanging out at minus 130. Over-unders at 6.5. Over, sitting at minus 105. The under, minus 115. There are no Ottawa's beaten up on Detroit right now, but I believe uh, Magnus Helberg is currently a net for their wings, and Billy Husso has been confirmed to play for this game that we are talking about. Um... I kind of like the uh, I kind of like the wings to have a little bit of a bounce back spot here, man. At a plus one ten, I don't mind them on plus money. Obviously, Billy Husso is a better goalie than Magnus Helberg. Um, I don't know if you're looking into it. Detroit's been fine on the road, thirteen ten and five. That's going to move to thirteen eleven and five. Ottawa's been decent at home though too. Uh, but I think you know if it just I'm just going to bring this one down to goaltending and who's Ottawa's goalie? Mad Sogard's going to play. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really too. I'm not really too up to depth with my Mad Sogard knowledge when it comes to this year. But I can like to think that I do know that Billy Husso is probably a better goaltender than him. And uh, hopefully the boys from uh, Detroit have a nice little bounce back. Maybe Stevie Iwai will give them a nice big pep talk here. So I do like the Red Wings at plus one ten. And then uh, as far as over under goes here, man, lots of goals today. I don't think it's going to be as exciting tomorrow. I think the legs are going to be weighing a little bit heavy. You got a bit better goaltending in there. So give me the under six and a half at minus one fifteen. Yeah, I do like that uh, under six and a half minus 115 and probably my only only bet for this game. Um, under has been more prevalent in both of these teams games on no days rest. It's six and two in Senators games and five and four in uh, Red Wings games there. And, you know, I, I don't really trust either of these sides here. I, I took the Red Wings tonight and, and they, they screwed me there. I, I thought about hedging a little bit when they were up two not two one in the in the second period, but did not. And that, that cost me there. But, um, yeah, pl- can't take a plus 110, even with uh, Husso and Net, because I think Sogard is is solid enough for Ottawa, who somehow still think they have some playoff hopes alive. So uh, maybe we'll see Ottawa go on a little run here. Yeah, they absolutely have some hope if they win both these games against Detroit, a uh, principal competitor in terms of uh, getting that wild card spot. Um, yeah, they, if they could go on a run here, they don't have the hardest schedule. Actually, uh I think they do have a hard schedule coming up. <laughs> uh, but still, the, the Senators are uh, they're a decent hockey team. I think they are uh, a bit better than where they are in the standings. Uh, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see that. That's for this game. 
Um, I, I think the Senators get it done again. I, it, it's kind of tempting to go to the, uh, you know, like the zigzag theory, you know, uh, you beat us this night, we'll beat it tomorrow night kind of thing. But uh, I just don't trust uh, Detroit here. I don't think that they're uh, they're deserving of being in this uh, playoff race here. Um, so yeah, my my line is minus one twenty three for the Sens. So it's a bit of a pass that way. I guess I lean under, but um, again, it's the Senators uh, are a team that score and let in a lot of goals too. So it's <laughs> it's tough to go with the under there, but. Yeah, with uh, Billy Huso in that, uh, he's had a better second half of the season than he was uh, in the first half of the season where he's absolutely dreadful. So, uh, yeah, if he keeps uh, playing uh, the way he has, I could see this going under, but uh, not not feeling confident about that either. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We have the Florida Panthers against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Battle of Florida, baby. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, Florida on the money line hanging out at plus 150. Tampa on the money line sitting at minus 165. The over unders at seven. Over sitting at plus 105. The under minus 125. Boys, I absolutely love the Tampa Bay Lightning in this game. This team at home has been unreal all year. 22, 4, and 3. Uh, and not that it matters. It's not really a road game, but Florida on the road is 13, 17, and 3. Um, division get records. Both teams have been pretty excellent. Um, what I do like in this game, though, is last time these play- teams played, maybe about like three weeks ago, Florida beat the wheels off Tampa. It was a 7-1 win. That was on February 6th here. Do you think Tampa's going to just take that sitting down, baby? They've been been—they've had this date circle since that happened. They're going to come into this game all hot, ready to trot. Uh, they're going to be taking it pretty seriously. I can fully expect them to beat the absolute wheels off uh, Florida here. So I would love them at minus 165. Another play I do love here is the under at 7, minus 125. I feel like this number's kind of blown up. I know that Florida hasn't really been making a lot of saves here. Bobrovsky hasn't been great. Uh, Spencer Knight's in the uh, player assistance program, so obviously he's not going to be an option for them for another few weeks. Um but no, dude, I feel like this these teams always kind of play each other tight, except for that last game we saw. And that last game we saw might be skewing these odds a little bit here. So I absolutely love the under seven, minus 125. It's going to be a tight, hard battle like it normally is between these two teams. Yeah, and, and that first, last matchup we saw, the 7-1 game, was the the Panthers coming off that high of hosting the All-Star game, Matthew Chuck getting an MVP, and then them uh, coming out like that. Well, Tampa Bay was maybe a little bit more rusty here, but you know, this over. game... Now, this game now in Tampa, uh, minus 165 seems a bit high, but I feel like I'll probably end up betting that for Tampa Bay. Uh, they seem to own the the Panthers besides the last meeting. They won the previous uh, seven, including sweeping them in last year's playoffs. And yeah, uh, the past six before this that 7-1-1 all went under. So I like the under seven at minus 125, and I do like the Lightning to get this done at home just because the Panthers are awful on the road 13 17 and 3 like Talon said and the lightning are 22 4 and 3 at home so lightning here minus 165 that 7-1 game isn't the only blow at the lightning you're thinking about uh just yesterday they got blown up by the pittsburgh penguins i think 7 to 2 so they're uh, definitely uh hurting a bit after that embarrassment uh john cooper looked like he was uh, about to kill brian elliott um <laughs> Glad I didn't end up betting the lightning in that one as I was I was tempted to do so. But then I remembered, oh, it's fucking Brian Elliott. And uh, the Penguins can uh, they can score goals when they want to. And they sure did in that one. So, yeah, I do expect a bounce back game here from the lightning. My line is only minus 153 for them. But uh, given given that fact and given how much stronger they are at home, I like I like them get it done here. Uh, yeah, Panthers are uh, they're struggling lately. I thought that they would have a stronger end of the season here, but uh, they're. Hit and miss the last few weeks. So, yeah, give me the lightning here. 
All right, heading down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Columbus fresh off that win against Edmonton, baby. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 180. Buffalo money line hanging out at minus 210. Uh, Sabres on the puck line sitting at plus 110. The over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. First throw of the day. We're going to my boy, Mr. Giraffe, Daddy Giraffe. Ryan Gilbert, what do you see playing out in this game, baby? I see the Sabres are our big favorites here, and, and for good reason. They've won three straight, five of their past six, only lost coming to the uh, formidable Toronto Maple Leafs there. Meanwhile, Columbus did have, did have that win against Edmonton and then uh, lost in Minnesota. They're just not a good hockey team. I mean, they're they're beat up, but even with Line A and Goudreau healthy, they're still not, still not that great. Sabres, meanwhile, are still pushing for a playoff spot, still trying to keep that. Um, so, yeah, I like Sabres here. On the puck line at plus 110. Or if you prefer, just go um, Sabres team total over four is something I bet at around even money. So you can get that push there. I think, you know, the first meeting was a 9-4 Buffalo win. Before that, it was 7-3. So I also do love the over here at uh, 6.5 minus 125. It'll probably go up to 7, but it's a Sabres game. The Blue Jackets goaltending isn't very good either. So love the over here and love the Sabres on the puck line. My line for this game is the Sabres minus 223, but uh, I don't exactly trust them as a massive uh, favorite. So uh, if you can, maybe a smaller bet on Sabres in regulation around minus 140. Uh, I do think that they they win this game, but I'm not going to stake a heavy amount. I'm not going to lay any uh, bridge jumper kind of money on uh, the Sabres at minus 210. (laughs) The AFI money, Uh, is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. Give that to me. Just give that one to me. Come on. Fine, you can have it. Um, but the Blue Jackets are, are, are kind of a stingy team now. Like uh, They started the season where they couldn't stop shit, but uh, they're a totally different team now. They have trouble scoring, but uh, they're much better defensively, and Corpus is, is playing a lot better than uh, than Merzlikens, that's for sure. So the goaltending matchup makes a big difference in this game, whether it's Merzlikens or Corpus But uh, the Blue Jackets have been doing... Some good things defensively, if nothing else. Uh, and uh, they've been playing a bit better hockey last couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's a small bet on the Sabres in regulation. You want to bet the over six and a half with the uh, Sabres always. But uh, given the fact that the Blue Jackets are playing better defensively, and it could be Corpus in that, uh, I'm not exactly rushing to the window for that. So just a small play on Sabres regulation for me in this one. I'm... You know what? I love the Sabres, and I'm willing to put some big money in this team or on this game for them. This is a team that's on a three-game winning streak here. If they win this, they're they're holding a playoff spot. Um, I, I think they got a lot to play for. That's basically what I'm trying to get around to saying here. And then let's face it, Columbus Blue Jackets stink. Yeah, they just beat the Oilers. Well, guess what? Joel Touchdown and Jack Campbell looked like he looked like me in that there. He looked absolutely horrendous. Okay, so what do you expect from that? Um, I love Buffalo in this game. Minus two twenty two tens a bit much but i don't hate it at regulation minus 140 like i would put down a couple units on that man uh probably will i'll be all over that give me buffalo like i said three game winning streak uh columbus has been terrible on the road this year man 6 17 and 4 that's just unacceptable and then they've been terrible uh from a division point of arcus yeah no it's not even a division point of game i'm fucking stupid um but yeah that uh that total goals or buffalo whatever total goals sitting at, i like that buffalo is still currently sitting at second in the league for goals for per game averaging 3.78 and columbus is at 30th for goals against averaging 3.68 so definitely those are probably my two big bets going into this buffalo in regulation and then buffalo team total would be the way to go if you're looking for an over or under gotta go on the over baby six and a half minus 125 here 
Uh, all right, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot. We have the New York Islanders against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at my, or plus 115. Minnesota on the money line hanging out at minus 135. The over-unders at 5.5. Over sitting at plus 120. The under minus 140 here. Oh, let me take a little look. See, let me take a little look. What do we got? Minnesota's been kind of okay lately. I don't know. I'm still not convinced that the Islanders are going to make playoffs. Bro. Really, realistically, I you never really want to root against a team. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really want to do that, but I'm kind of rooting against the Islanders. I want to see chaos ensue. I want to see Lou get canned. Give me the friggin' wild here. I think I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, this team has been pretty dynamite at home this year, too. They're 20-10-2 on the season. Islanders have been kind of struggling on the road. Wouldn't really say struggling, but not necessarily the greatest here. And, uh... As far as over-under goes, these are two teams that do not score a lot of goals. That's why this line's sitting at five and a half. I don't love it, but I'm probably leaving the under here at minus 140. It's really tough to lay up minus 140 on the under five and a half in today's NHL. But if if there's two teams to do it on, it's these two. Because Minnesota can't score besides uh, Kirill Kaprizov. He had all three goals in their overtime win against Columbus. They've scored more than three goals in a game just once since uh, January 7th or twice since January 7th. They're a bunch of unders in a row. Islanders also obviously an under team there. So I did bet the under uh, five and a half, a bit better price than minus 140. I'd still play it at minus 140. I see a two, one, three, two game, but I, I can't fault anyone that plays at over five and a half at, at plus 120 odds. It's just, you know, could be two power plays back to back and you score power play goals and you're almost halfway there. But for a side here, yeah, I'm probably rooting against the Islanders. I would take the Wild here. Uh, they're 20-10 and two at home. Islanders are 13-14 and four on the road. And Mark Andre Fleury actually looked kind of decent against Columbus, so maybe he's uh, bouncing back a little bit or having a resurgence, or either Gustafson will start and he's been solid. And we obviously know how uh, well Sorokin can play. So I do like the under five and a half at minus 140, and I would lean to Minnesota at minus 135. Sometimes the obvious play is the right play, and that's the this under here. Uh, it's been a long time since we've seen a five. This is the closest we're getting to it, maybe since the beginning of the season. There might, there might have been a couple fives, but uh, either way, it's been months since we've seen a, a proper NHL total. Um, uh, I might get there. You know, if people keep betting this under, uh, we could see a, a, a five here. Hopefully we do. But, uh, yeah, five and a half is, is great. Uh, it's hard to expect uh, six goals given the uh, how anemic both these offenses are, especially the Wild. It seems if uh, Kaprizov's not scoring, nobody is. And uh, the Islanders have the, in my opinion, the best goal in the NHL this season in uh, Ilya Sorokin. Um, so it's it's tough to imagine Minnesota suddenly uh, opening up uh, their offense um, against uh, one of the stingiest teams in the league. So my, my line is only minus 123, so that's uh, it's pretty much right in the middle, right where these numbers are. Uh, so, uh, f- yeah, the only bet here is the under for me. I could see uh, this just being a total rock fight, and I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. Hear, hear me out here. Does Minnesota know they're in a playoff spot? Like, let alone second in the friggin' Central here? This team's taken on salary at the deadline. There's been talks of them moving their UFAs, notable guys. I think I've heard, like, Matt Dumba, they've been considering moving. Like, do they not know that they're, like, in a pretty decent playoff spot and could maybe take first and play a wildcard team? Yeah, I mean, uh, fuck them, but uh, Garrett <laughs> is doing the right thing. Um, they're going to be in cap trouble going forward, so they need all those yes. assets they can yeah, that's get. That's a good point. You're right. 
That's a good so, point. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't think he thinks that they're going to win the cup, but they might add something before the deadline yet. They, they got those extra picks now. They're in so, on JVR. JVR for Jordan Greenway is going to be a, a great swap. JVR yeah. for additional nothing, you mean, or for uh, future considerations? <laughs> they definitely need some offense, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out. I, I, don't, I know Jolie doesn't like him for obvious reasons. He's an Avs fan, but I think it'd be fun to see this team in playoffs. Just, you know, do what you can, have some fun. They're in the playoffs every yeah. fucking year, and they, they get bounced in the first round. Like a bunch of losers, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. You can't, can't argue against that. They've made it uh, out of the first round like once in the past 20-something years. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the Leafs now? Oh, okay. Wilder well, even got, worse. I've been nothing but nice to you all day. Why you yeah, got? I, I, I apologize. That was that was a low blow talent. I know it was like a definition of kick in the pills. We got Jake McCabe, baby. Brian McCabe started it. Jake McCabe's gonna finish it. All right. Uh, no relation between those two, by the way, in case you're wondering. Uh, I know you weren't. Moving down to the APM time slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Pittsburgh on the money line, sitting at minus 140. Nashville on the money line, hanging out at plus 120. Uh, over, under is a six and a half. Over, sitting at plus 100. The under, minus 120. Uh, Mr. Meyer, what do you see going on here, dude? I see the Penguins uh, playing better hockey last couple of games. I know they... they... They struggled a bit against the Blues, but still managed to pull it out. And just, they absolutely dominated the Lightning there. Wasn't just Brian Elliott being bad. The Penguins were the better team in that one, especially uh, after the first period. And, uh, yeah, they're the fifth best offense in the league in terms of expected goals for the past 15 games. Or, yeah, fifth best in the league. Uh, you know, the Predators, they're, they're, they're winning these games. They're playing better, but uh, they're, they're, they're losing guys, both due to injury and the trades. Uh, Johansson's out for a bit. They might get Philip Forsberg back. He's still day-to-day, but uh, obviously they lost Tanner Janot in that trade, and you know, Niederrotter went to the Jets, so they're, they're, they're leaking. They're, leak, they're, they're leaking in terms of uh, losing players. Um, so, yeah, yeah, their uh, they're ship is sinking. And, uh, yeah, big news, too. Barry Trotz taking over general manager, and uh, after David Poyle, after all these years, never winning a cup, but... Uh, he left a nice present there, uh, taking advantage of the lightning desperation for mm. Tanner Janot. Yeah. Um, ever. yeah, so, yeah, give me the Penguins here. The line is a little high, a little steep, but minus 40, 140 is still playable. Uh, my line is only what, minus 129. So, yeah, that's not real. That's not why I'm playing it, though. The, the Predators are just, uh, um, they're not the same team. They were uh, earlier in the season, and uh, yeah, Soros is not playing as good. So, give me the give me the fifth best offense in the league in the past month. Oh yeah, uh, I'm right there on the Penguins as well. I bet them uh, earlier today minus 125. I would still take them here at minus 140. They're just simply the much better team. Have a lot more to play for. Uh, Predators have won three straight, but they were against the Coyotes, Sharks, and Canucks. And we're clearly seeing that they're selling with uh, Niederreiter and Janelle being traded. And I, th- I feel like I, I saw something where like every any, anybody except uh, Saros is untouchable there or, or could be moved there. So, you know, and Yossi gonna... and there was one other one, Yossi, Saros and Forsberg, maybe probably Forsberg. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see. I saw that the Oilers are probably interested in Ekholm or I saw or, or one of their defensemen there. So, yeah, Predators, just nothing to play for. Penguins are playing for their their coach's life here because Ron Hextall came out and said, you know, they're not going to do much. And uh, what's his face came out and, you know, he basically at odds right now. So he's going to get his 
get his guys going. Uh, they're one last dance here for Crosby, Malkin, Latang, all those guys. So I think they get to get the job done here, minus 140, as they uh, look to move into a playoff spot. Yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you guys just said there. Like uh, Julie touched on, Pittsburgh has been firing on all cylinders lately from a goal-scoring point of view. So that's been very enticing looking at this matchup. And like you said, too, UC Saros, you know he's a great goalie, but he hasn't really looked himself as of late. And with the moves that Nashville has made, we talked about it a few shows ago that they were saying, we're going to use these next five games to evaluate where we stand as a team. Let's face it, you know where you are. If you don't know where you are by this time of year, then I don't know what you're doing in charge. Um, so, yeah, expect it to be kind of mail-it-in season here for the Preds. We're going to see this for a few teams here. You know, we're getting to that point of view, you know, what are you? Time to shit or get off the pot. This team is definitely getting off the pot. Uh, so yeah, I feel like we're going to see the Penguins absolutely beat the wheels here off of the, uh, off of the Preds. I do like Pittsburgh as far as over under goes. I, I like the over man, six and a half plus 100. There's still some talent there in Nashville. They can still pop in one or two. I know they're not really a heavy goal scoring team this year. They've been struggling only averaging 2.91 goals per game. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can pop in one or two and then hopefully the boy, big boys in Pittsburgh can, uh, can get the rest done for us. But I think the bigger play here is just bet Pittsburgh, uh, minus 140. I don't even hate them in regulation, whatever that's paying off, probably hanging out around plus money or somewhere up there. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, we are brought yeah. to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, guys, moving out of the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Winnipeg Jets game itself is in Winnipeg. Ooh, that sounded good, baby. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at plus 120. Winnipeg on the money line hanging out at minus 140. Over-under sitting at six volt. Over-under sitting at minus 110 here. Boys, Jets have been... Jets have been sliding a little bit here. Currently sitting on a three-game losing streak uh, with losses to... Uh, it looks like they lost to the Islanders, the Avalanche, and the Islanders again. Um, I think that's going to change here, man. I think that this team's going to get bounced back in the right corner. They're seeing themselves, I think they're in a wild card spot right now. This is a team that's better than wild card positioning. Uh, and I think this is the game where they kind of turn it around. LA, I like LA. I've been saying it all year long. I do like LA, but they've kind of been letting me down a little bit. I, you never really know what you're going to get, man. When they're hot, they're hot. When they're cold, they're cold. Um, I do like Winnipeg. Their home record is current at 20 and 10 and oh, this team's been an absolute wagon when they've been playing in that boring ass snowy. If it's snowing here in Toronto right now, it's probably going to be shit snow in winnipeg so i feel bad for them out there um but yeah i do like the jets here 20 10 and 0 on the home record like i said i like them on the money line at what's that minus 140 i think there's some value there as far as over under goes at six i don't know like when caught like i said when cop he's hot he's hot when he's not he's not and you can you know halliburton's been had a pretty damn good season here i like under games man so i'm just gonna root for the under here like i said it's basically a pick so give me the under six minus 110 pushes in play uh give me winnipeg on the money line minus 140 hopefully they can start right in the ship and uh start peaking at the right time of year yeah it's a jets game under is at six minus 110 you know i've already bet that one at uh, connor hellebuck one of the best goalies in the league and the jets offense isn't really clicking too well right now hopefully they're hoping uh, you know Niederreiter can help them out cole Perfetti is now out on a uh, ir i believe I saw Dubois is hurt after like he hurt himself at oh he hurt himself at Home Depot on the uh, hand saws or table saws. No saw or way! Did he yeah. actually? I'm 
pretty sure that that's I don't know if I, that was a joke tweet or what actually happened. That was what I read. I could be. You know uh, what it was? It's probably because it was so cold outside. And then he comes inside and tries to use a handsaw and he slips up a little bandsaw or something. Fucking give himself a little nick. I get it. Winnipeg sucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the Jets here as well. Minus 140. Talon said it at home. They are 20 and 10. Kings are 16, 11 and 6 on the road. Yeah, Phoenix Copley has been pretty hot in January. Save percentage of 927 goals against, or in February, uh, goals against of 1.93. Connor Hellbuck save percentage is 923 with a 2.46 goals against. So should say a 3-2 type of game here. Wouldn't mind taking a, a, a draw play to see this game go to overtime, but Winnipeg and the under are the two plays for me. I'll mute your mic, Joel. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Is he he's pissing? He's, he's back. Pissing. He's did he leave during the ad read and not come back? Yeah. Apparently that didn't, apparently that was playing well. That didn't happen to uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, so we we can cut that part out. <laughs> We're leaving it in. Fuck it. <laughs> no, I know. I heard it was Joel, something to do you? with a saw, though. <laughs> right? What? What kind yeah. of saw do you think it was? I don't know. I didn't hear about the Home Depot par, but I heard it something <laughs> about a saw. Anyway, uh, as I was saying, Jets here are uh, they're a bit of a free fall. They're losing uh, ground on the some of the teams behind them, and um, yeah, if they're not careful, they could uh, get uh, involved in a battle with the Predators or something crazy like that for the playoff position. And say nothing of the the Flames too are chasing. So yeah, th- th- this is uh, turning into a, a must-win game here almost uh, with the Kings on a longer road trip here. Maybe getting a little weary. Uh, so yeah, I, I do lean to the Jets here. My line is only minus 131. So once again, pretty much uh, right in the middle. Um, but yeah, under six, minus 110 seems like the, the better play of the, of the two at this point. Uh, just the uh, Jets are playing some good defense right now. They just can't find... Uh, Back of the net, Connor Halbach is playing all right after uh, a terrible game last week. I don't remember which one it was, but uh, yeah, for the most part, he's playing well. They're even playing him on back-to-backs like that, those uh, two games in New York. Um, so yeah, they're really dependent on him, and I think that he can do enough to maybe get the Jets a win and uh, keep the game under six. All right, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Seattle Kraken against the St. Louis Blues game itself. It's in St. Louis. Uh, Seattle on the money line hanging out at minus 150. St. Louis on the money line at plus 130. The over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Right, guy, back to you, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, the, the Kraken are, are, are falling apart a little bit here. They lost three in a row. Granted, two of them were against good teams, Toronto and Boston, but they were at home and lost uh, in San Jose 4 nothing before that. But we talked about it countless times. Now the Blues are just a shell of themselves without O'Reilly and without uh, Tarasenko. They've lost five straight now, and I'm sure they're going to sell off more pieces. So I like, like the Kraken here, minus 150. I think it's a decent bounce back spot for them. They're still, you know, firmly in a playoff spot. Um, maybe not too firmly. They're down in the wild card spot now, but I don't see really the Flames would have to catch them. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, they have a, a lot to play for here. Blues are kind of just, you know, playing out the rest of their season, maybe seeing if the they get traded, if they're free agents. But yeah, so Seattle minus 150. I, I don't love it as much as I, I did before the show here, but still taking it minus 150. And then for the total, I probably lean to the over just because uh, you can't trust either of these goalies, but I'm not playing that yet. 
Blues also lost Ivan Barbashev too oh, on yeah. Sunday for a uh, uh, prospect from the Golden Knights. So uh, I don't know if they're going to lose any more players, though. I think, I think that they're uh, more of a retooling team than a rebuilding team. Um, they could. They're still interested in guys like uh, Chikrin and Schmaltz and the Coyotes. Uh, but any, term, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be uh, looking to get back in the playoffs next year for sure. Uh, but but for the for the knots the short term the Kraken are uh, are the side here I think at only minus one fifty given the the blue struggles we went over this last show with uh, maybe a bad chemistry in the room there with the, uh, um, the <laughs> accusing the players of playing for money instead of passion. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Kraken aren't exactly lighting the world on fire now. Like they could also get drawn into the Western Conference playoff race too. After uh, they were leading the division at one point and looked uh, unstoppable, but uh, here we are, and that's that's how things can change in the uh, over the course of an 82 game seasons. But uh, minus 150, I think that that's uh, good with me. Uh, my line is minus 153, so um, yeah, Kraken all the way here. Lean to the over six. Just uh, I I saw a group hour again. The, the Leafs and he's just he's getting worse tough look for the guy eh? um, yeah I'm right there with you dude like like you said Seattle's kind of I don't want to say coming back to earth here a little bit I know they started off hot but let's face it I don't think any of us really predicted them or anybody for that matter predicted them to be a dynamite team this year uh, nonetheless they have been okay they got a decent record 32-21-6 and six. Uh, sitting at fourth in the Pacific here I think they're in a wild card spot or are they still holding a yeah, then the last wildcard spot, it looks like, currently. Um, out in the West, I do still like them in this game, though, minus 150. More so, it's just a case of fading St. Louis, dude. Like, yeah, you touched on it, Joel. They're not so much, you know, it's more of a retool than opposed to a rebuild. But still, they traded away some prime assets, man. And they're not really going to be able to kind of help, you know, fill those roles until the offseason, you know, when free agency hits or things of that nature. And even some more trades that they do with those assets that they've acquired. Uh, but none of that's going to get done right now. So let's face it, they are what they are. Uh, they do what they say is on the tin. So give me the uh, give me the crack in here on the money line minus 150. I think there's definitely some value there. This team has been dynamite in the road to 17-9-3. I know a lot of that came early. But St. Louis is on a five-game losing streak. Seattle's on a three. One of these teams got to break it, baby. And I just see Seattle doing it as opposed to St. Louis. Um, over, under here. Yeah, you got to go with the over, man. Like Seattle's been scoring goals. St. Louis, not as much. And they did trade away a lot of that talent. But uh, I don't know. I feel like they can pop in one or two. It's at six, right? So I, I don't hate the over minus 120 here. All right, moving out of the 9 p.m. time slot. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Uh, Chicago is on the second night of a back-to-back. I think they're playing the Ducks later tonight here at the time of recording. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 145. Arizona on the money line hanging out at minus 170. The over-under is at six. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I really like the Coyotes here. I know minus 170. Should the Coyotes ever be minus 170? Well, you know what? When they're playing these shit Blackhawks, they should. Chicago's won five in a row, though. So I don't know if there's something to be said for that. We'll see how they go tonight. Uh, I just don't think this team has what it takes to be on the second night of a back-to-back to get it done. Uh, as well, Patrick Kane is no longer with the team. I think they said that he's just sitting out waiting to see what happens at the trade deadline here. Um... I don't necessarily love that move, but that's a topic for another day. We've been over that before. Um, but I do like Arizona on the money line, minus 170. This team has a positive record at home, man. They're 13-10-2, playing at Arizona State University. Uh, apparently, everybody's loving it, having a good time. Why can't they beat the shitty, sh- or shitty Blackhawks on the second night of the back-to-back? So, give me Arizona. 
minus 170. It's a lot of juice, but hey, fuck it. Throw down $31.50 and, you know, you end up getting 50 back. So there you go. Uh, win 17 bucks or 17.50, whatever the hell it is. Um, over under six. I don't know. Uh, I mean, last time these guys played, like two weeks ago, it went over. Give me the over just for shits and giggles. Yeah, I guess I, I would lean to the over here. I'm not going to probably play that. Uh, if anything, I'll, I'll play the Blackhawks at plus 145. The Coyotes should not be minus 170, even against this, this crap Blackhawks team that has won five in a row somehow. Um, I guess they played played San Jose, Ottawa, but they, they beat the Leafs, beat Vegas, and beat uh, Dallas there. So plus 145, I think, is probably a bit a bit much for them. This should be closer to a pick So I, I would sprinkle the Blackhawks at uh, plus 145. Yeah, the line is inflated, obviously, because the Blackhawks are on the back-to-back and they'll have uh, young Jackson Stauber in net. But he's actually played pretty well in his uh, first six games here uh, with a 9-1-0-something save percentage and uh, positive goal save of expected stats. So uh, he's been all right since coming into the league. Uh, and uh, Yeah, my line is only minus 135 for the Coyotes, so I'm definitely not running to lay minus 170 here. Um, so if anything, I would take the Blackhawks, but stronger player, I'm going to take with the over six minus one fifteen. These are uh, two dreadful defensive teams, both uh, easily bottom ten. Blackhawks are bottom five, uh, and uh, I know that they're they're not exactly the best offenses either. They're probably bottom ten in both as well. But uh, given the fact that uh, they're just uh, two bad teams going against each other, and they're just out there having a good time, they'll have some fun, score some goals, and go home. Uh, yeah, but the, the Blackhawks <laughs> losing all those players. We need to see what's what's uh, what they look like before we um, play big money on them. Just because, uh, yeah, losing losing those players uh, when you don't have any talent, any real talent behind them is uh, is tough. But uh, yeah, just give me the over six here uh, in this game. All right, here, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot. We got the Boston Bruins against Calgary. Playing this game itself is in uh, Calgary. Boston is on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, they're currently playing the Edmonton Oilers right now as we speak. Uh, Boston in the money line sitting at minus 125. Calgary in the money line at plus 105. Uh, Over-under sitting at six. Over at plus 100. The under minus 120. Joey, going back to you, buddy. You think the big, bad Bruins got what it takes to get it done here on the second night or what? Uh, it's a tough one. Um I'm tempted to go back to the Flames. I don't know why, but uh, just, I can't see the Bruins just ripping off all these wins on the road again. It's, at some point, uh, they, they're going to have, have to take a day off here. And why not on a back-to-back? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's swimming in that tonight, but so they'll get the better goalie in tomorrow with Olmark. So, yeah, it's uh, the side is tough to call. My line is oh, minus 138 for the Bruins, but, of course, the back-to-back changes things. Um even the, even on a short trip down to Calgary from Edmonton, it still affects the team. And uh, but I'm not going to play the side here. Uh, but I will play the over six plus 100. Uh, Flames goaltending has just been absolutely brutal, and uh, they're getting some goal scoring, but uh, they're 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 defending. I know that their stats look good, but uh, when you actually watch the game, the eye test tells you something a little different. Uh, they're just they can't they couldn't handle the Avalanche speed. That's for sure. The Flames are a slow team. Maybe the Bruins are a bit slow, too, so they could be uh, able to handle them a little better. But still, I still see uh, both teams getting their chances in this one uh, with the, the Bruins on the back back being a little tired and the Flames getting their uh, opportunities. And, uh, yeah, just some, some bad goal from the Flames makes me want to play this over six. 
Yeah, I think if I were to play a total, I would play the over here at even money. But I'm just I, I can't play play an over in a game where Linus Allmark is starting, especially you know the Flames have had their their troubles defensively and in net, but back to back for the Bruins, maybe more of a, a tighter checking game, just kind of slow it down a little bit. But I do like Boston here at a minus 125. It's gone up a little bit, but I still like it there. They're 21-6-2 on the road. Calgary, you know, they're fighting for their their playoff lives here. And Boston is 6-2 and two on the second half of a back-to-back. And now they have their better goalie starting in this one. So I think the, the Bruins here, even on the back-to-back, are, are worth taking at minus 125. Uh, you know, back in the day, like when you used to smoke a lot of weed and you'd be smoking like a bowl out of some gnarly ass fucking bong and the bongs battling back at you and you're just like struggling to get through. You're like, holy fuck, I can't cough because I don't want to be a pussy, but we got to one hoot this because I'm not a little bitch. That's what's happening to the Bruins tonight because they're playing the best goddamn player in the world. And you know what happens when you're done smoking that shit bowl? You go back to your other buddy's place who's got like a nice Sheldon Black, beautiful bong, and you smoke that and it's no fucking problem, baby. Back to back. Going from tarsh toughness to a nice smooth sailing team. That's what I see happening in the Bruins tonight. So I see the Bruins, you know, it's 3-2 game against the Oilers. McDavid's skating around, he's doing laps, he does what he does. But tomorrow night, when they're playing the Calgary Flames, might as well be a fucking Sheldon Glass or Sheldon Black ready to go here, baby. So I absolutely love Boston this game. Smooth sailing, nice tobacco in there, bunch of dope on top. Oh, just smooth. That's what I see happening in this Bruins game, baby. So I love them at minus 125 here. Uh, like you talked about, Olmark and Net 2 is going to be absolutely awesome. The guy's a fucking stud here. And let's face it, Dan Vladar, Darth Vladar, he's got a good record. <laughs> His numbers, though, I don't know, bro. Plus 8.94 save percentage, 2.86 goals against average. I think they're just going to get absolutely lit up here. Flames have been good at home, too. But Boston Bruins is the best team in the world. They're probably going to be on a seven-game winning streak going into this. Why not make it eight? I can see this team getting 10, 15 in a row before the season ends, for Christ's sakes. Uh, so give me the Bruins minus 125 here on the road here against the Flames. Over, under, I'm loving the over, man. Uh, I know it's, it's a little tight. I shouldn't say love, but at six goals here, I could easily see Boston pumping in four or five themselves this night, and Calgary has some firepower there. I shouldn't say some. They got some weapons, man. Like Huberto, or Huberto's a weapon. I know it hasn't been clicking for him. Kadri can score. Andrew Mangiapani is a physical guy, but he can put the puck in the net, too. Uh, Hems Lindholm. They got some players there, bro. So uh, I'm expecting the over to reach on this game at plus 100. And like I said, nice smooth bong loads, baby. Give me the Bruins. I hope there weren't any kids listening to all that drug talk. Oh, yeah. Well, if your kid's listening to a gambling show, then you got enough problems. Explicit is an understatement. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hey, I've been toned, okay? Uh, Moving this down to 10.30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 140. San Jose on the money line hanging out at minus 165. The over-under is at six and a half. Uh, over sitting at minus 110, the under minus 110 as well. Boys, I love the Habs in this game. Uh, I absolutely love it. San Jose, it's more so a fact of fading San Jose. This team has been absolutely abysmal at home. 6-15 and 8 on the season so far. Uh, and then you just look at it. They're selling pieces. Like, they just sold Timo Meyer. I imagine we're going to see a couple more guys go pretty soon here, too. Uh, Montreal, like... 
they're not in the stage where they're going to sell players because everybody that they have should be good for the next couple of years. You know, I know that they're going to be in cap troubles, but that's a conversation for the offseason here. Um, but I think from a talent point of view, I know they have a lot of guys out on injury as well. But I just see the Habs kind of going in there and a plus 140 with the way this team is coached or the way this team's been playing. If Jake Allen's going to be starting, I know his numbers haven't been great, but I, he, I like to think he's a better goalie than Capo Kakadin or even that nerd James Reimer. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I think there's definitely some value on the Habs here, plus 140. I will be all over that. As far as over under goes, I don't really love either side, but I'll root for the over in this one, man. Let, let, let's see some goals here. Yeah, I think I like the Habs here too. Uh, plus 140. Sharks, like you said, did just trade Timo Meyer. Got a little demoralized from that. They've lost uh, five of their past six. Um, Mon- meanwhile, Montreal has won f- uh, five of their past eight since the All Star break. You know, they're just a, a young team of guys that probably shouldn't even be in the NHL, just, just playing hockey, having fun not having any pressure on them. They're not going to end up with the first pick, but they'll still get a decent lottery pick to grow their core there with Caulfield and Doc and all those guys. So I think they're a good underdog play here at plus 140. And yeah, you got to go with the over, uh, especially Jake Allen or Capo Kakinen, or if it's James Reimer or Sam Montembeau, whoever it is, uh, plenty of talent still on these offenses. Montreal scored five against the Flyers, five against the Devils. Also gave up five to Ottawa. So we know both of these teams can score and also give up goals. So I like Montreal plus 140 and the over six and a half. Don't rule out the Habs getting Bedard, man. It's a, it's a lottery thing. Man. Well, they're, they're not going to they're not gonna have like the best, best one of the best chances for them. Well, they got two kicks in the can. They got that floor That's true. too. Oh, yeah, right. The Panthers miss. Mm. Uh, um. But yeah, it's uh, these damn sharks again. Losing uh, to the Blackhawks on Saturday was the perfect end to that miserable day. Um, sarcasm, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not exactly thrilled to go back to the sharks. Here. My line is uh, minus one fifty six for the sharks, but uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play them here. You guys are right. The Canadians are uh, in a better mood these days, more motivated, in better form. And the Sharks, uh, every time I watch their games, they look absolutely dreadful, even against uh, teams that are supposed to be worse than them. So, yeah, I'm not going to touch that. But, uh, yeah, give me some goals here. Over 6.5 minus 110. Uh, Sharks goaltending has been uh, pretty pretty damn bad. Habs goaltending has uh, fallen off a bit, and uh, their defense is as bad as ever. So uh, I like to see goals in this game. So I think we will get 7-plus uh, here in the uh, nightcap. Yo, I'm sorry, this isn't about this game, but did you see Brady Kachuk tonight? He skated past the entire Red Wings bench saying, who wants it? Who fucking wants it, baby? But he's just big dick swinging. I'm sorry, I love that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, Brady Kachuk, is, he looks like a thumb, but the guy's tough as nails, yo. I love that shit. Uh, yeah, pretty much wrap. First late here, boys. We're going to move into our locked dogs and totals here. Uh, locked dogs and totals. Current standings. Where are we at here? Ryan's still in first place. A bit of a tough goal last show, but he's still uh, happily in first. He is 49 and 42 on the season. He is up 4.14 units. Uh, second place is myself. I am 46 and 45, down 0.9 units. Almost back in the green, baby. Hopefully that'll happen after this show. And uh, Joel is right there with us, too. It's pretty close, boys. Joel is 46 and 45. He is down 2.41 units. Collectively, as a show, uh, 141 and 132 on the year. We are up 0.83 units. We're going to get that number up before the season ends. I got to feel we're going to get this up at least over five, maybe over six. That's what I, I think that's what we're shooting for here. Uh, we're going to be cruising, baby. So let's go. Uh, uh, Jolie, you haven't gone first in a while here, but why don't, why don't we get things off? Let's, let's kill this mojo. 
come out hot, come out swinging, like Brady Kachuk swinging his cock past the Detroit Red Wings bench here. Give me some fucking picks, baby. Yeah, I'll put some uh, some pins in the voodoo doll meetup of uh, Bill Guerin or uh, Kirill Kaprizov or uh, one of the other wild Muppets. Um, but yeah, give me the Penguins here, Locke, minus 140. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, they're just a better team, blah, 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 blah. Dog, Bruins, Flames, over six, plus 100. <laughs> little, little pup there. <laughs> and a total, Blackhawks, Coyotes, over six, minus 115. Me, I'm going with the uh, Seattle Kraken, minus 150 at the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Kraken just have much much more to play for, and the Blues are a shell of themselves. Uh, my dog going with the Sabres puck line, plus 110 against the Blue Jackets there. I think you know should be able to get back on track, and Columbus is just nice and happy with their win in Edmonton. And my total, Kings-Jets under 6, minus 110. It's a Jets game. It's Connor Hellebuck versus Phoenix Copley. We're going under. No whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. That's the goal <laughs> game. There we go, baby. Uh, for myself, for my lock, I'm going with those previously noted Jets. Ryan was just whooping about uh, taking on the money line versus LA minus 140s. He's been unreal at home trying to kind of shake things off a bit and get on the right track. Uh, for my dog, give me the Habs, the Habitat, the Montreal. We just talked about this game here, so we won't go too much into it. Uh, versus San Jose plus 140. I think Joel said it. They're in a better mindset here. Uh, Ryan even said it too, you know, they just traded their best player in San Jose. So the room's going to be shaking up a little bit. Give me the Habs. And then for my total, Florida, Tampa Bay, under seven, minus 125. I think we're going to see Tampa Bay come out here to play. And uh, these teams normally play each other pretty hard, pretty physical. So uh, I think uh, I think we're going to see a pretty close game here, man. Maybe like a 3-2 or a 4-2 or, or something like that. Even a 5-2 pushes it. So we'll take that too. Um, all right, boys, that wraps up here. Consensus plays. How are we looking? We got the uh, Lightning minus 165 at home against the Panthers. Um, Buffalo in regulation minus 140. A, a small play there for Joel as an asterisk. Uh, Penguins minus 140 against uh, whoever they're playing, Predators. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings, Jets under six minus 110. We may have all leaned Jets as well. Joel, are you on Jets or Kings or, or pass? Jets, Jets. All right, Jets, so Jets, 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 baby. Noted Zach Wilson fan, Joel oh. Meyer. We'll make that a, uh, a consensus play there. <laughs> then the Jets, minus 140. Uh, the Kraken, minus 150 against the Blues. I love uh, the that, Habs, yeah. plus 140 in San Jose. And then the over 6.5, minus 110 in that one. Okay. We got a couple plays there. Nothing wrong oh. with that. My uh, nephew, all he, all he does is watch uh, Jet cartoons and like air show videos. So uh, nice. whenever I'm, I'm around, he's always Jets, 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 Jets. I go and I'd have an air show video on YouTube. <laughs> Big fan of the show Jag. Eh? Uh, <laughs> right here. Uh, everybody, go check out this Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Uh, we talked about it a bit earlier. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, man. Uh, hockey's popping off. We're going to be in playoffs sooner than we realize it, man. Trade deadline's coming up, I think, like, next week. I think it's on March 3rd. Uh, so that's going to be here before we know it as well. Uh, tons of stuff going on. Baseball preseason start. I'm sure Ryan's got a big half chub or a big fucking heart on. He's rock hard over there about all of his baseball. Uh, and you can find out his baseball show. Baseball, was it baseball money is fake? There we so, go, yeah. Baseball money is fake. Go check that out, too. Uh, tons of good stuff, man. Golf's doing this. Then we're going to have a couple of big tournaments coming up as well. Uh, Live Tour kicked off as well. I don't know if you guys watched any of it. It's kind of, I always liked it. I'm just an asshole like that. Uh, tons of other good stuff. March Madness right around the corner. NBA, uh, NASCAR's doing this thing up. One's right around the corner. You can find all the information about all these other sports here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, XFL, too. They got shows for everything, baby. So if you're looking to just absolutely win some money and you're like, hey, 
I want to bet on a sport that I don't necessarily know too much about. Well, go listen to one of these podcasts. Go read some articles. You can find it all on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, Ryan's been pumping out articles, too. Make sure you go check that out for the NHL. Um, and then, of course, the Discord, boys. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Tons of people in there. Everybody's going off. Everybody's talking. We're actually having conversations now about how to be better gamblers. Uh, that's always fun to see. Uh Everybody's having a good time. That's more important thing, yo. So uh, get in there. Throw us your picks. Tell us how you're going to do. Tell us what you're thinking, why you're thinking that way. Uh, you know, and uh, we'll all be in there to kind of chime in and let you know what we think to you. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money, baby. It's absolutely free. Let's go. Yeah, and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast. And if that's on Spotify, make sure you leave us a five-star rating. And on Apple, leave us a uh, rating and review, just like J-Mark Football did. Five stars hilarious and makes you money these guys are funny and will make you money the complaints about language is funny to me this is a good listen <laughs> all right well we're, we're, we're funny we and we'll make you money <laughs> we're funny and we'll that's, make you money that's a tagline i like that that should just be our old tagline for the show um all right everybody my name is talent jenkins you can find me on twitter at talent underscore jenkins 94 you can also find me on youtube Searching up AFI Silver and Cold because I saw it stuck in my head now, and it's all Joel Myers' fault because he's the biggest AFI fan in the world, and everybody knows it. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and I promise you'll find us talking about all these trades, but uh, at some point in the future, <laughs> all together <laughs> after everything's done, after uh, James Duffy is uh, bored as shit at the desk when he's talking about the uh, seventh rounder going for some AHLer. That's going to be a tough go. Eh? Holy yeah. shit. I'm off all day. I was considering like proposing I'm going to get drunk and just do a live stream for the entire day. Just start boozing at eight for it. But then after all this went down, I'm like, I'm definitely not doing that. I thought about doing the, doing a live stream right, uh, when I get off work at five. If you want to hop on that Friday. Have some oh. beers. <laughs> well, what yeah, right. Wait, I think I'm working Friday, actually. No, what day is the what day is the deadline? Friday. It's not Friday, is it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's usually a Monday. That's why it threw me off. Yeah, I am off, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll play. we're doing a show either way, so we'll see what happens. But all right, everybody, peace. Mm-hmm.